You're listening to the Egypt Pentecostal broadcast. We pray that something is said in song or message uh, that is a blessing to you. Our church times are 6 o'clock Sunday evening and 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Our motto is, if you're looking for a church, we're looking for you. May God bless you. says and, and it came hither unto into a and he came hither unto a cave and lodged there and behold the word of the Lord came to him and he said and what doest thou here Elijah asking a question he said I I'm very jealous for the Lord God of hosts for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant and thrown down thy altars and have slain the prophets with the sword and I even I only am left and they seek my life to take it away and he said, Go forth and stand, stand, stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great storm wind went, went, went the mountains and brake the pieces of the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and he was not in the earthquake, not, not, and, 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 and after the wind, an earthquake, but the, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a far, but the Lord was not in the far. And after the far was... There was a still, small voice. Do you see that? Yep. 
Let me read on. The Bible says, And it was so that Elijah heard it, and he wrapped his face in his mantle, and he went out and stood at the entering of the cave. And behold, there was a voice unto him, and it said, What doest thou here, Elijah? And I'm going to skip on down to verse 15. And the Lord said unto him, Go and return on thy way. Amen. I want to preach or talk just for a minute. This will be preaching or teaching or whichever way it will be. The far is not in the far works. Can you say amen to that? I'll, I'll get to my point. Now, you, you, you're going to throw out, you're going to throw throwing rocks at me right off the bat. You said, the preacher, we just come out of a seven or eight night revival uh, with Brother David Dahl, and everything was good and had good meetings and good, good everybody getting in and getting blessed. And now you're talking about uh, uh, about this. And I believe in I believe in the true far of God, not wild far. Can you get amen to that? Uh, but I, I was looking at this uh, scripture here as I was looking at Elijah and what he was going on and. You're looking at a discouraged prophet, if you want to say it that way. How many have been discouraged since they've been saved? You say, man. And basically, he ran out and hid himself in a cave. And I'd have read all that, but I'm not going to go. But the Bible was going on above that, I guess, is saying that was Elijah. Was being, she was, he was basically being chased by Queen Jezebel, who basically wanted him dead. Uh, and he went and hid himself basically in a cave. And sometimes we are, ourselves, we tend to have a tendency to do that. Uh, when things don't go our way, when we get discouraged, when we get weary and well-doing, can you say amen? The Bible says to not get weary and well-doing because in due season we will reap uh, if we faint not. Can you say amen? But I, I love to be blessed. Can you say amen? I, I'm, not, I'm not preaching against what we believe in because we, we believe in getting in. We believe in, in, in Pentecost. We believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We believe in uh, fast songs. We believe in slow songs. But there's times that we have to listen. Can you say Amen. And I like what it said. It said there in the verse, and the Bible talks about how that God was not in the wind, he was not in the earthquake, and he was not in the fire. But he was in a, what, a still, small voice. And, and you can look at that, and, that, and I was reading that up, and that's kind of like a whisper. And I don't whisper much. Can anybody whisper much? Can you say amen? And I was reading this and looking past this, and the Lord took me back to this, and there's times in my life that I felt like uh, that I need, and we, sometimes we need to get in a prayer closet. You say amen? There's times that we need to get away. You say amen? There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of things going on in our life. You say, man, and I, and I believe in the movement of the Holy Ghost, and I'll preach on that here in just a minute. I'm not up here trying to tell you that we got to come in here and sit in our seats and all that stuff uh, because I love to be blessed. I like to run. I like to shout. I like to dance. I like to get in. I like to have meeting, don't you? But uh, there's times in our life that we have to slow down. You say, man, there's times in our life uh, that it may be some good to find a cave, not to be discouraged, not to, to try to get away from it, but to hear from God. You say, man, what are you saying? I'm saying that sometimes we have to eliminate the distractions and the things that's going on around our life today because you can't hear a whisper when noise is going on. Understand what I'm trying to say there. You say, man, when a lot of noise and a lot of chaos and a lot of things that's going on in our life, it's hard to hear that still small voice or that whisper of God. And there's times in our life that we have to push some of the things back in our life where we can actually hear it from God. You say, man, and I don't get me wrong what I'm saying. I believe in having meeting. You say, man, but I, would, I was reading here where God wasn't. But we're living in a day and that we're lying, uh, our culture tells us our, 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 our Pentecostal holiness church of God uh, churches we seem to have like if we don't have a blowout meeting we feel like we ain't had church anybody know that way 
And I'm that way too. I feel that way. You're not looking at me like I'm crazy. But anyway, they and I want the Spirit of God to come down and hover in our church. I want people to be blessed. I want people to run. I want people to shout. I want people to be saved. I want people to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I want people healed. I want to see the blessing of God, don't you? But there's times in our life Elijah got discouraged and and Queen Jezebel was after him trying to get all this. And I like what it said. And all those things that I mentioned there just a few minutes ago, the wind, the earthquake, and the fire, you, you, you kind of see that as something that makes noise, something to, that is loud, something that, that, you, that you know about or you feel or you can touch or whatever. But I'm saying tonight, I'm saying tonight, we see all this and we push towards all this, but sometimes in our life, there's a lot of times in my life that I've had a lot of down times. Anybody been there? There's a lot of times it's just been me. And I, was, I had one of them me moments here in just a few minutes. I guess it was yesterday. And what did a beautiful evening yesterday? I got out there and I was trying my best to get as far as I could from where I was at. I was sitting in my um, my father-in-law's uh, trying to see the fireworks and I didn't want to get around that crowd and all that and I usually go over there anyway uh, but I heard they was baptizing people that Brian baptized a bunch of people or something uh, I heard they brought out the troughs and all that stuff and that uh, and that stuff is wonderful I hear people complaining because it went too long uh, but that's the way we are we don't worry about the time when we come to church you say man uh, there's no there's no time there's no uh, certain time we got to start and a certain time that we got to end you say man uh, but I was having one of those moments I guess brother Dorsey uh, uh, it was yesterday evening uh, and there's times that I need those moments uh, as a pastor and a preacher. And there's times that you need those moments uh, as just a, just a child of God. Uh, I was sitting there in that little breeze of blowing out there and, uh, and it felt so good and all my young ones was freezing to death and they're sitting out there with quilts on uh, and it was 85 degrees. Still remember what I'm saying. Uh, but I just thought that was a God moment. You say, man, uh, I felt like I was where uh, I was there listening to the voice of God. Uh, you know what? Like I said, sometimes we got to be quiet and eliminate the distractions uh, that's going on in our life to hear what we need to hear. He came to Elijah in that still, small voice. He wasn't in a shout. It wasn't in a run. It wasn't in a dance. And we approve all that. He said, man, so don't look at me like I'm against all that because we approve on that mightily. We need that. We need that blessing. We need that Holy Ghost to run us. We need that Holy Ghost to shout us and dance us and speak us in an unknown tongue. We need that this day and hour that we're living in today. And I believe that it encourages and helps us. But there's times in our life that we have to slow down and understand what's going on where we can hear the whisper or the still small voice of God speaking to us. You say, man, there's times that I just needed somebody to talk to me, Brother Junior. There's times in my life that I need to hear. It was good to somebody come and pat me on the back. It was good to somebody come by and encourage me. It was good to hear that good song. But a lot of times we are pumped and primed for the big event. You say, man, we were looking for that next homecoming. We're looking for that next revival. We're looking for that next preacher to come by and preach us something big. We're in the wow and now, if you want to say it that way. We want it. We want to be wowed, and we want it now. You say, man, we're living in that day and that hour that we're living in today. But I'm saying tonight, we have to grow as Christian people. We have to learn the voice of God, to hear the voice of God, and to know the voice of God when it speaks to us and tells us, encourages us. How many has been plumbed down and out, and all of a sudden, the voice of heaven, the voice of God, the Spirit of God would come to you, honey, in a still, small voice, and you can be having the worst day, whether it be the priest's word, whether it just be you sitting there at the, at the, at the mouth of a cave like Elijah sitting there. I'm coming to tell you tonight, it's time for some of us, we've went away and crawled up in a cave. We've got discouraged. We've got, we've got weary and well-doing, if you want to say it that way. The Bible says that we, not, that we don't have to have the spirit of doubt and fear and unbelief, but a power and love 
and a sound mind. I come to tell you, there's times and it's easy to look around and get discouraged, including me. You say, man, it's kind of, it's easy to look around and say, this is too hard. There's no sense doing it. Nobody's listening. Nobody's going on. And we run and find a cave and God comes to us and he will find you, my friend. If you are one of his, you can crawl in the deepest cave that you want to crawl in. You can crawl in the way back up in the mountain of whatever you want to call it. But I'm saying tonight, God can find you. He may not come in the wind. He may not come in an earthquake. He may not come in the far. But he will come and speak to you at your lowest point when you're discouraged and you feel like giving up in that still, small voice. And he's glad for those moments. Amen. But we are in the wow and now. You say, man. And I was thinking on that as I was looking at this scripture. And you're going to get mad at me what I'm going to say, but I'm just going to speak my heart. If you're depending all time on the shout, then you're immature spiritually. Come on. <laughs> Woo, I thought a rock went by me right then. If we have to have a fast song to get have a church, then we're depending on the wrong thing. And I like fast songs. You say, man. Come on now. But if that's all we're relying on, and don't get me wrong, we need those moments. You say, man, I need the Holy Ghost to come by and just shake me every once in a while. You say, man, more than every once in a while. But there's times in my life that I've got to learn to walk by faith and not by sight. You say, man, Donnie learned that a long time ago. You say, man, i got to learn to be like Donnie Pert was a long time ago. I've just got to believe God and take God at His Word. It may not be happening the way I want it to happen. I may not be able to see what I want to see, but I'm saying, God, is working all things for my good. I come to tell you, they sang a song we got to steal away and pray. You say, man, I done that's what we got to do. We got to eliminate the distractions. We got to get away from all the loud things that's going on in our life. I'm not telling you run off and quit, but I'm telling you you've got to go into your prayer closet, as David Dow would say, and you've got to listen for the voice of God to speak to you, to talk to you, to tell you what you need to do. I'm saying tonight, we depend Depend on the far works too much. Is that all right? Well, you're switching Pentecost. You ain't even talking Pentecost anymore. We depend on the wow too much. And don't get me wrong, I like to be wow, don't you? Woo! <laughs> I like it when we roll in the floor. Come on now. I like it when they used to have the old timers, they would have to pack you home. Anybody been there or seen those services? They couldn't even they couldn't even wake them up. Come on now. They couldn't even. I'm just telling you tonight, we are we are spiritually immature. We need a we need, we need a balance. You say, man, we need a one-on-one balance when we can open up this old black book and say, God, would you speak to me through your word? Would you talk to me through your word? Just tell me what I need to do. We just come out of a great revival. I got blessed. I got help. The preacher was great but I'm saying tonight there's going to be those low times the revival's over we're back at church that don't mean revival can't keep going on we don't have to have an evangelist to come in here they may be a lot better preachers than me out there but I come to tell you tonight we can still keep that same spirit whether we come in here and shout or whether we come in here and cry or whether we come in here and pray whatever it is we need to keep that revival spirit and listen for the voice of God because it may come to you in a still small voice instead of a shout out, uh, instead of a run, uh, instead of a dance, uh, he may be trying to talk to some of you, uh, but you won't slow down to listen. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? 
God's calling us higher. Come on. He's calling us to another level in Egypt. Come on now. And that puts more responsibility on Brian. Because Brian's got to get higher before he can ever leave. You say, man, I can't take you, but I got, I got to be, I'm not saying I'm above you. I'm not even close to saying that. But I've got to be somewhere where I can lead you. I can't be below you and lead you. Not that I'm saying, please don't take me what I'm trying to say. Because I, I believe everybody's equal. I believe we're all saved by the mercy and the grace of God. But I'm saying tonight, I was reading the Bible in Acts, I guess it was 2 and 5. I'm going to give me this. But the Bible says to stand still, what, and see the salvation of the Lord. What are you saying? I believe in the Russian mighty wind, don't you? Woo! The Bible says that those, these people are not drunken as you suppose, seeing it is the third hour of the day. It says it was spoken with a prophet Joel. It says, In my last days, God will pour out his spirit upon what all flesh, and the sons and daughters shall prophesy, and the men shall see visions, and old men shall see dreams of dreams. You say, Man, what are you saying? I believe in that, don't you? I know that that is real, that is genuine, that is true, that is pure, that is what we need this day and hour and time. But I I've come to tell you, sometimes we have to just slow down. How many of you ever been at your house? Been down. Been out. Been discouraged. And you know it was the voice of God speaking to you. Listen now, we got to be quiet to hear the whisper. Come on now. If you're depending on a shout to get you to heaven, then you're depending on the wrong thing. Come on don't get me wrong, we're going to shout and we're going to dance. We're going to do whatever we can. But it was shallow. And I like what some of the women said here Wednesday night when we was having fireworks. They just want to have a Bible study. You know what that means? They're wanting to grow. Come on. They're needing the Word of God. We, we need, we're begotten by the Word, children. We have to have the Word of God taught to us and preached to us and laid in front of us day in, day out in our lives. It's good to bring your notebooks, boys and girls. It's good to have your notes wrote down because you can go back and look at what somebody said or what somebody's taught or what somebody's preached when you're in that cave, when you're in that time that you feel like there's nowhere to turn. It's time we come out of hibernation, if you want to say what I'm saying. We hibernate in this age. This is summer honey this ain't winter we hibernate in the winter everything gets kind of dull in church everybody know what I'm talking about it gets kind of slow and it's cold and the air changes and the time changes and everything's getting dark at 5 or 5 30 everybody, everybody has to work late and all that seem like in the middle of the winter there's not many revivals you know what I'm saying somebody asked me the other day said how many times you had revival this year how many revivals have we had this year three or four three they was amazed at that not bragging on ourselves. They was amazed. Most people have a spring revival. And a, there's a fall revival and that's about it. And that's fine if that's what they want to do. But I don't want to be like everybody else. Amen. I don't want to be normal. I don't want to be in the middle. I want to be where God can speak to us and use us in a mighty way. I'm saying tonight, we've got to grow up spiritually. We've got to get stronger in the Lord. We've got to know the Word of God for ourselves. And a lot of you know the Word of God because I hear you talk and I hear you testify and I hear the, the things that God does in your life. But I'm saying tonight, there's times in our life that we may have to get our Bible out and our notebook 
notebook out and go into that prayer closet and say, Lord, I, I don't have the noise around me. The, the church is not around me. The music's not going. The preacher's not going. Nobody's praying for me. I just need you, Lord. One on one. Me and you. Nobody else around. No big eyes. No little use. Nobody trying to outdo the other person. But it's me and you, Lord. And I still need to hear your voice. How many of you ever went into hibernation? You just don't want to be around anybody. Lord, just give it to me right there. He'd come to Elijah and say, Elijah, what in the world are you doing here? It's time that some of us reclaimed our position. Maybe this is just for me. I don't know. I believe the Lord come to me and come to you and sometimes... So what are you doing here, Brian? What are you what are you thinking this way? What are you doing this way? It's time you to reclaim your position. It's hard. He told Elijah to get out of there. And God said, return to thy way. It's time that we return to our way. I'm longing to be like I was at one time with God. Not that I'm backslidden or lukewarm or lost or anything like that. But I'm longing for a closer walk. I've got a hunger. It says that those in hunger and thirst after righteousness, it says they might be filled. It don't say they might. It says they shall be filled. And I come to tell you tonight, I'm hungering after that. I'm longing after that. But you know what? I find myself having to slow down to hear the voice of God and eliminate all the distractions that's going on around me and say, God, speak to me in that still, small voice. And when he speaks, he'll go right there. And you'll know. You'll know. You'll know that you know. How many of those signs that follow a question? Amen. The Bible says these shines shall follow them that believe. It says they'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. And if you handle snakes, that's up to you because the only way I handle them is with a hog. You say, man, it says they'll take up serpents into the drink any deadly thing. It says the Bible says it'll not hurt them. I'm not telling you to go out there and tempt God and pick up a snake and drink strychnine. You say, man, but the Bible says they shall lay hands on the sick and they don't say they might recover. It says that they shall recover. I believe in the gifts. I believe in the gifts of the Holy Ghost. I want those working in our church but I'm saying tonight we've got to learn it ain't how high you shout or how high you jump it's how straight you walk when you hit the ground amen I want to be pure I want to be clean I want to be holy and the only way I can do that is depend totally on him and let him correct me and make me what I need to be and shape me and mold me what I need to be and try quit trying to fix things myself are you listening? Probably can't. I can't hear it, preacher. You got too much noise going on. Come on. Turn your radio down. Turn your TV off. Put your cell phone down. Woo. I'm talking to Brian, too. I'm not just talking to him. I catch myself a whole lot looking at that little thing I carried in my pocket. A lot of times that I need to be looking at that right there. Or on my knees. More than what I do. And I promise you I can. That's a distraction whether you know that or not. And so is the big one-eyed monster that's on everybody's wall. You say, man, I don't care if you got a 24-inch or a 64-inch or whatever inches they are anymore. That's a distraction. Now we're preaching a little closer here now. Come on. And I'm as guilty as anybody else. You say, man. Because I'd like to go home and flop out in that chair and I could be flopped on my knees somewhere talking to God and listening for what? For that whisper. 
what would you have me to do? Where would you have me to go? What would you have me to say? Would you see me up here, see me up there? Everybody I talk to asks me to come to preach, but I don't ever get to go to their church. Or do I not take time to go to their church? I'm just preaching on me this morning. Amen. Are we listening? The far is not always in the fireworks. See, fireworks will draw a great big crowd. And that's fine. And we, and we do that. And we have fun with it. And we have cookout. And everybody gets together and play games and all that stuff. And that's great. It'll draw a big crowd. And that's what I'm saying. A revival, a lot of times, a lot of times, a camp meeting or a singing group or something like that, well, that'll draw them in. You say, man, I went up to the barracks one time, I guess, when Charles Johnson was up there. It's been a, been a long time ago. Is Charles Johnson even still alive, Donnie? I don't even know. Well, they come in there, and they, they, they was, I had never had to pay to go to church. I had to buy a ticket. But I was going to go see Charles Johnson. That draw them in. There was a lot of noise. It was great singing. It had a great service, and everything went good, and everything was fine, and everything was fine dandy. But I know those times. It's easy to come in here and have church when everybody's having church. That's what I'm trying to say to all those men. If I can get a point across. It's easy when everybody's in one mind and one accord. And people are praying. People are shouting. People are getting blessed. And we're having revival. we got this preacher coming, that preacher coming. But what's going to happen when you're out there? What's going to happen on a Tuesday night? Or Thursday night, and you've had a bad day, and everything ain't went your way, and if you, these times you, you was tempted this way, and you was drawn away this way, and you was plucked at and picked at, and everything didn't know exactly the way that you thought it could be. You're gonna have to have something out there to keep you to coming back here. You say, man, you're gonna have to have, you're gonna have to dig down somewhere in your life and get more, 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 not not so shallow as just depending on the shout to get you through, and we like to shout, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying tonight, we've got to dig down. We've got to root down, as Doug Parsley would say, and when we hit rock, far we'll fly. we got to have something to keep us, to watch after us, and guide us and lead us through this life. Amen. Amen. And we got to have a prayer life. Amen. How do you get stronger? On your knees. In that Word of God. Digging through it. Come on. Guilty. Can we do more? Everybody in the house, every preacher in the house, every deacon, every elder, every singer, everybody can do more. There's more far. My mind's going 20 different ways. We got to dig down and listen. How many of you ever been in hibernation spiritually? Spiritually. You just kind of you don't want to be around anybody. You don't get around anybody. You kind of hibernate in that cave. It's like God comes to your cave the same way he did over with Lazarus. Well, hell, how'd you get out of there? What are you doing here? You got work to do. You got something you got to be doing. But he heard him in that steel. It didn't come in the far. It didn't come in the earthquake. It didn't come in the, in, the, in the wind. But he was in the what? He wasn't in revival. He wasn't in a shouting service. Come on. It wasn't a camp meeting. It wasn't on a, a, a blowout Sunday night meeting. It, it was in a still, small voice, and he was alone. No fast music. No slow music. No crying. It was just him and God. Him and God. Him and God. 
one-on-one, -on -one, him and God. And that's what it's going to take for me. It's going to take Brian and God, Chris and God, Janice and God, Dorsey and God, Chris and God. We've got to find that place where me and him meet on a regular basis. You say, man, and I'm saying, Lord, my heart is open. Would you feel it? Would you speak to me? Would you talk to me? Would you tell me what that is? You need to reclaim your position and get back to what God wanted you to do to start with. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. I guess I'm not woke up to it that one morning. Somebody come and told me this was a pressing way. If they ever told me the truth, it was the truth then, honey. Because it is a pressing way. A man that's pastored for 20 years and preached different churches and been all over the country trying to preach, you had to press, didn't you, honey? Everything just went and laid in your lap. You had to get up and go when you didn't feel like going. You had to get up and preach. Whether you was having a good day, bad day, whether you had a cold or earache or a toothache, you had to get up and go on anyway. You know what? It's not easy. And I'm not trying to, to pat us on the back because preachers are just like anybody else. But I'm saying tonight we've got to press our way into this. We've got to keep on going. We've got to keep our eyes on the cross of Calvary. Don't look to the right. Don't look to the left. Don't let this distract you and that distract you. Just keep listening for the voice of God. And I promise you, if you or one of his, he will come find you at your darkest hour, your darkest day, your darkest cave. He'll come to you and speak to you and tell you and show you what you need to do. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes he whispers.